Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is back tomorrow. A lot of Americans do not approve of the current president. This is not new news. It's just news yet again uh, in this world, although ABC reporting on this as if this is a a shocking new development in our world. Uh, But their poll is pretty bad. Uh, It shows Trump edging out Biden 51-42. Well, bad for Biden. I mean, not all that bad for a lot of others. Uh, 51-42. It also shows a whole lot of Americans saying that they were, well, simply better off when Trump was president compared to Biden, which is the first question almost anyone asks you if you're trying to have an argument of any kind about which guy should be the president in 2024. Here's the uh, AAP. These numbers are simply staggering for the sitting president. 44% of people in this poll say they are not as well off as they were at the start of the Biden administration two and a half years ago. Those are the worst numbers that we've seen in our ABC News Washington Post polling. It's a question we've been asking going back to the Reagan administration. We have seen this uh, time and again, and we've never seen it quite this bad. It is it is real bad for Biden. Uh, yeah, uh, this is all the stuff that makes it so easy to assume that just staying to whatever uh, the most basic of talking points would be, and most Republicans should be capable of beating Biden. Uh, it's it's the biggest reason, and I'm I'm gonna um, take a step back for a second and say something that probably no one uh, listening here even remembers uh, last time I filled in or, or talked for Tony. Um, but this is one of the biggest reasons why impeaching just Biden to me is a hollow victory in the world of of conservatives. Not not saying don't do it, don't go after it, don't attempt it. None of that. I want all the information, especially after you have that um, senator out of Jersey um, and all the stuff that happened on Friday, how hilariously ridiculous uh, those charges are. Gold bars uh, were found in someone's home. I mean, come on. Uh, but anyway, I, I would like a whole lot more discovered, a whole lot more found than just uh, getting Biden because to remove him from power, to impeach him, seems to be an assist uh, for Democrats right now with all this information, all this stuff out there. Uh, We'll get to more of that later on. But again, the poll is real, real good or real, real bad, depending on who you are and how much you care about seeing Biden out of office, uh, which sounds like what would definitely happen if he remains the nominee. All right, let me move on. This is um, something I found very funny. Uh, Democratic Representative Jim Claiborne is asked a few different questions and two of the reactions, two of the answers he gave are just uh, ridiculous. But here, here's one of those moments when he asked, uh, according to one witness, Biden got on the phone over 20 times with Hunter and his business associates. Why is this not a big deal? Why is this not uh, easily considered inappropriate, not just to conservatives, but to, well, you guys? Uh, Come on, uh, let's be honest for a change. Yet President Biden, according to one witness testimony, was on the phone 20 times with Hunter Biden's business associates. It was described as pleasantries. But is that appropriate? Well, it's described as pleasantries, by the way, is hilarious. Uh, I love the idea that it's like, hey, I'm in the middle of a meeting. All my business associates are here. 
let's uh, let's exchange some pleasantries with the current vice president at the time. Now, of course, our president. I was going to say there were pleasantries, but I think it's appropriate to be a father to your son. And if your son uh, is having a problem, mm-hmm. and we all know the history of the yeah, problem was. Was. Uh, that Hunter has with addiction, and he is being a father to his son. That is the most ridiculous attempt, uh, and it shouldn't work, and most Americans are hopefully far too intelligent for that to work, but I guess I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, that's a ridiculous attempt to try to pull at emotional heartstrings and then basically also avoid the question, because in that moment, if you were being a father to a son who's addicted to um, drugs and all the challenges he's facing, while he's meeting with business associates, potential business partners on all kinds of things, that's got to be a rough moment. If Hunter is halfway through his business meeting and he's, you know, calling dad because he's struggling to stop doing whatever the drugs are that he has on the table, I'm surprised that anyone went into business with him. Although, again, I think most of us actually are. And countries like China didn't give a crap. So maybe it is true. Maybe Hunter was halfway through whatever cocaine-fueled crazy nightmare uh, he was living. And then he was also trying to do business on the side and calling dad and asking for some advice. And then they're still like, yeah, well, we'll sign that check just as long as uh, you go ahead and get us direct access to the vice president. That's insane, though. Uh, That's one of a few different moments where Clyburn actually over the weekend on Meet the Press uh, said some pretty hilarious stuff. All right, we'll we'll take a break. Uh, We'll get to a lot more in a bit. Uh, This is uh, Tony Katz in the Morning News, 93 WIBC. Greg Collins filling in. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Jonathan hanging out as he does every morning on this show. Uh, Jonathan, of course, the NFL is something everybody pays attention to. But I've got to ask, did you care at all about Taylor Swift at a Chiefs game? No, not even a little bit. (laughs) Why did so many people care about this? Why is this all over, you know, certain places? Uh, She was there. She might be dating Travis Kelsey. I guess this is what everybody cares about. She hung out. With Mama Kelsey, um, not what I cared about either. But I, why was this all over the place? Do you have any idea? I think this is just an attempt to get more women interested in watching. And oh, pa- at least paying enough. attention to. Because let's be honest, like, so my wife does not care about NFL Sundays. She doesn't like NFL Sundays because I just watch football all day. <laughs> but yeah. when the Taylor Swift thing came on, uh-huh. like, her and her friends, like, they cared about this. Like, this yes. matters to them. So it's just, I think it's just a good way to get more women involved in what's going on in the NFL, which I am all for. So you actually don't think they're even dating? Like that part, it's maybe all just the NFL begging Taylor to show up at this game. I mean, she did sit in like his personal suite. So yes, I, and like, hung out with his, his mom. mom. Yeah, so I yeah. would say that they are. 
Okay. All right. I love that too, because my wife also cared about this and does not care about football, much like you said, and kept saying how it seems very much like they're dating when they showed different clips of Taylor celebrating with Travis Kelsey's family. And I was sitting there like that, that part is real stupid. and doesn't matter. I I love that. We're, I guess on the same page there. Uh, Another thing I saw out there in the world, I just thought this was interesting in the world of football. uh, They ranked the most dangerous NFL stadiums by a bunch of different statistics, uh, the actual crime rate per, you know, um, uh, population. One of the ones where the Indianapolis Colts did not do all that great was the opinion of if you're safe or not for women, women were asked, do you feel comfortable walking alone around the team stadium came in number two, 62.5% of women that were asked this in Indy said, no, I do not feel safe. Uh, in in uh, the area of Lucas Oil Stadium, that's not a surprise. Our downtown yeah. is so rough; it's so it's awful. Um, yeah. Can I can I guess who who is number one? Sure. And this was specific to women, so it's actually neither of these are the the crime stat. But go ahead. So it's not Philly. That's what that means because that was going to be not my Philly. Guess. You're right. <laughs> I love that. No, uh, number one uh, was actually uh, Ford Field for the Detroit Lions, oh, where women said they sense. do not feel. Yeah, right. They do not feel safe walking around. Uh, parents also said they were not comfortable letting their minor children visit the team's stadium without them. Uh, the Colts came in at number one there. 98.2% really? of parents 98%. said they would be yes, uncomfortable uh, with their minor alone uh, without them. Obviously, yeah. with them, there changes. Yeah, for yeah, sure. No, actually, sorry, go ahead. I was, that just means that we have a lot of good parents in, in and around Indianapolis. Yes. Yeah, a lot of people that know the right way to do things. Uh, by the way, the number one for actual uh, crime stats is Philly, is Philadelphia. Uh, you seem to be on the right track there. Yeah, also makes sense. Uh, a woman who posts different hygiene advice on TikTok is claiming that we're washing our armpits wrong. I don't know if you saw any of this out there. We talked about this on Friday, I believe. Okay, um, you did. Yeah, I just... Tony's take was really interesting. He basically he he thinks it's a bunch of hooey. He just thinks that it's an excuse for her to put a half naked person in a shower and put it on video, <laughs> which is really valid. That's a really sure. valid point. Yes. Yeah. Um. You believe though that you're not scrubbing long enough, or you're uh, using the wrong soap? Any of the stuff she actually gave tips on? I mean, my armpits smell fine. No one's ever complained to me about how I smell, <laughs> and until somebody does, I'm not going to change the way that I do things. I love that that's the barometer uh, because that is where my mind would go first in this story is like, have I ever, have I ever felt like I got this wrong or anyone told me I got this wrong? And the answer to that is also no. So you feel good there, but I could be convinced I'm doing a bunch of stuff wrong. Like that part's not that hard to believe. Although I, I have seen before, and I think I've talked about this, like a heat map. This is sort of silly of how guys and how women clean themselves in the shower. Have you ever seen the heat map? I have not. This sounds interesting though. Okay, you should Google this, everyone. I know this is radio. You can look it up yourself. Men focus on very specific parts of the body. The armpits is actually one of a very few uh, parts where there's a lot of, like, red heat, which means you go second, third, fourth time over it, and women are much more spread out. Women actually seem to be washing the entire body. Uh, Men are missing some areas. Uh, The armpits were not one of them. Okay, Uh, so I I saw this thing on a a podcast the other day. They were talking about how often – it's it's two guys. They're talking about how often they actually bend over and put soap on their feet. Yes. So how how often do you do that? Um, I I do that pretty regularly, actually. I think I, I think that I, I do soap. The, I use the soap bar directly on my skin, though. This is a weird thing. Okay. I, I don't, don't think use it's that the. Weird. What's that? Why well, it's a weird thing yeah. to just admit randomly at uh at six twenty two on the radio. That's fair. Uh, but I, I go that road instead of the like any sort of other material road. 
And then, yeah, I go directly to the feet with the soap. What about you? Um, It, it depends. In the winter, I don't worry about it as much. Um, but in the summer, when I'm wearing, yeah. like, Birkenstocks and, like, my feet are out, uh, uh-huh. definitely do it then. <laughs> well, uh, that is one of the areas that men neglect in the heat map. So I, I don't think they're wrong when they say that. Uh, you just think they get clean on their own, right? Yeah, the soap runs off, and it runs over yeah. your feet, and you're all right. Yeah, it's down. It'll be fine. Yeah, I got it. Perfect. Uh, one last one that I saw here. This one I also thought was pretty funny. Uh, Kraft Heinz is selling gummy candy, uh, versions of Kraft macaroni and cheese, Oscar Mayer hot dogs, and also different pickles for Halloween. Um, I don't think anyone wanted or needed this. Amazon last year apparently sold a whole lot of this, so this is really? for some reason popular. Now it's nationwide in a bunch of different stores. I don't. I'll, I'll pass. I just want Snickers and Reese's, <laughs> right? And that's really it. If I eat anything other, well, maybe that's not it. But you know what I mean. Like I just want chocolate. I'm not a big yes. fan of all the gummy candies anyway. That's yeah. interesting. And you said they sold a lot of them. Yeah, apparently last year this was a big hit online. So now this year there's variety packs available in a bunch of stores. It, it's funny though. Like to me, this is all social media stuff that people like react to and buy and and find funny. Because I've never in my life thought that what I really need is candy that tastes like a hot dog or <laughs> a hot exactly dog right. in candy form. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Was it like yeah. a trend somewhere? Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, this is the first time they did it last year. And apparently, uh, see, this is what young people do, though. In, in all honesty, you go to social media, you see what's trending, you laugh, you buy it, too. And it's that easy. I think so many businesses make jokes now that become real products because people will buy them. Yeah, it's it's a great way to make a lot of money fast. Create something yes, that provides no value whatsoever, <laughs> but then have somebody famous on TikTok do something with it, and then you'll right. sell a whole bunch of them. Yes, you'll sell a whole bunch of it to young people, or in the case, as we started this segment, put Taylor Swift inside a box at an NFL game, <laughs> and a bunch of people will watch who do not care about the NFL at all and talk about Taylor every single break. Yeah, that's that's yeah. totally fair. <laughs> it's the world we live in right now. I don't think we're happy about it, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. And as you said, hey, whatever gets more eyeballs on football and makes you in less trouble while you're watching on Sunday is fine with me. Exactly all right, right. We'll, we'll take a break. Tony Katz, the morning news, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is back tomorrow. Uh, I saw that Pete Buttigieg popped up on Meet the Press, uh, Mayor Pete, and he was asked a question about if this administration was caught off guard by all the migrants that are showing up at the border because, well, there's a lot of migrants that have been showing up for quite some time. It feels like you can't possibly still be caught off guard, and um, Buttigieg didn't say that was the reason why. They definitely appear to still be caught off guard, but I thought what he did say was uh, fairly amusing and just how um, you know, terrible the pivot attempt was. Here we go. Was the Biden administration caught off guard by this latest surge of migrants? Well, what you saw was the administration, as always, responding as needed to conditions, <laughs> uh, being what? Uh, proactive where necessary. Were you and, caught off guard, though? Uh, look, uh, the, the president did what needed to be done. And, uh, and by that, we mean he did nothing and nothing got better. And now even you have in New York, you have a mayor in Chicago. You have all kinds of people complaining that we should probably do something about this illegal immigration problem. Uh, we should probably fight this somehow because things are bad. Things are getting worse. But they they did what had to be done, uh, according to them. Uh, also, AOC popped up on Face the Nation. Uh, she was asked a, a very interesting question about why she bought a specific vehicle. I thought this was um, uh, fairly amazing in the world of 
not something that's on my radar or I care about much at all. And then all of a sudden, when the question is asked and the answer is given so terribly, like, oh, this is also another moment where people are just full of it uh, in how they speak and then what they actually do. And, you know, they don't actually care about any of the things that they claim to care about. They just want you to vote for their side and convince you they're the good guys. The other guys are bad, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Here we go. You were quoted back in July saying you look forward to buying a union made electric vehicle, but you buy but you currently have a non-union-made Tesla. UAW already makes some electric vehicles. Yes. So why wasn't that? Is it a problem with the <laughs> the quality? Is it a problem uh, with the style? Yeah. Is the market just not there? Let me, let me answer the question before AOC does. I don't actually care about stuff if AOC was telling the truth. All I care about is getting uh, whatever I want, however I want it, and convincing you that whatever you care about is stuff that I'm going to fight for. And then behind scenes, we're going to pass ridiculous budget bills and all kinds of other things that don't help you at all. And most Americans now at least seem to say, or at least seem to realize that under Trump, they were doing better financially under Biden. They're doing terrible. And that's the real issue here. Uh, but let's go ahead and hear AOC respond to this a uh, very you know, I didn't have on my radar question with a terrible, awful version of an answer. Uh, no, the, our car was purchased uh, during the pandemic when travel mass before a, a vaccine had come out. So <laughs> we could we couldn't buy any other car. The vaccine hadn't come out and we, we couldn't travel. And the only place we could get a car was the Tesla um, dealership that was right down the block from us. I mean, I wish I wish we could have uh, done that. <laughs> I love that version of an answer. You can hear her struggling as she's saying it. She's like, uh, this is the best I can come up with. Let me say COVID. And then at some point I should probably blame Trump. And then I'll feel great about that. Uh, one last piece of audio I want to play. And I just found this interesting. 60 Minutes played this the other night as if it was, I guess, a good thing or a, a um, notable uh, fact that maybe you and I aren't aware of and we would uh, somehow maybe be be glad about it. Uh, but they uh, here, you know what? I should actually just play it. They broadcast all the different ways that money from the United States is helping Ukraine. And I was just thinking if I was a farmer and I watched this part of this coverage, I don't think my reaction would be all that positive or happy. Here we go. American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the U.S. government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy. Okay, <laughs> I gotta be honest. At the point when you're seeing us funding a rescue dog named Joy, 57,000 first responders were buying seed fertilizer from farmers. We're subsidizing small businesses there. Anyone in your life that has said, how dare you say anything when you question whether or not we're giving too much money to Ukraine, too much support there. And if some of that money, all of that money should be going to things here uh, in this country, uh, not over there. This is all you have to play for them and all you have to show of the amount of things that we apparently are right now sending, uh, you know, money to cover over there and wondering to ourselves why, again, we have a migrant problem that's as bad as it is, or we have this issue or that issue. But hey, we got a, a and I'm a big fan of dogs. I have a dog, but Rescue Joy, uh, uh, Dog Joy is doing great on the American dollar. That's a very strange version of a story. Actually, you know what? I think that might be the only one that we wouldn't care about keeping to fun. 
We might pull back on the fertilizer. We might pull back on some other spending, but Joy can keep the money. Uh, Joy can keep the treats. That'll be fine. All right, a quick break. A lot more. This is Greg Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Jonathan is hanging out as he does every single morning on this show. Uh, the Colts have a heck of a win after uh, the ridiculous amount of kicks uh, that were made from 50-plus yards. That that seems to be the positive in the world of football uh, in Indiana. I also watched the Notre Dame game, and uh, I was very sad about what happened there, and I'll get to that in a second. But, uh, Jonathan, do you want to react to the Colts and how they played? The offense couldn't punch it in, but... Hey, if you got a kicker that can nail that many uh, kicks in that kind of uh, condition, I feel like you got to be pretty happy with that. Oh, yeah, especially after the kicking woes with Blankenship last year. Sure. Just nice to have a guy who we can have some confidence in, especially, like you said, like in those conditions, wet, rainy, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not too, too discouraged by the inability to punch it in the end zone. Like, you know, you're playing with a backup quarterback on the road in awful conditions against a yeah. really good Ravens team. Yes. Like, I'm very pleased. The fact that they won that game, very surprising, also very pleasing. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people were actually fairly surprised to come away with a win there. I get it. I saw a lot of the reactions on social media, too. I just quickly, Notre Dame, if if we don't mind, uh, for just a second, I watched every, every moment of uh, that uh, very, very sad ending of a game. And I'll say this to anyone that's a Notre Dame fan and has paid attention for a while. Uh, back in 2005, Matt Leinert got pushed into the end zone by Reggie Bush on the last play of a game uh, to beat Notre Dame, even though they, they came that close to an upset of USC. I was on the field uh, for that game, uh, not covering it or anything. I went to Holy Cross. I was in the student section. Uh, we thought we had won the game. So the students started to rush the field and I made it onto the field before the announcer came on and said, students, get off the field. One more play left, please. Um, you know, do whatever you can to, to not get us in any more trouble. And then you watched from the other end zone as uh, Notre Dame lost that game in very eerily similar uh, fashion. So I wonder if anyone that was, you know, in South Bend on Saturday, I uh, came away thinking that this is, this has happened before and it's just, it's just sad to see Notre Dame get so close and then not, you know, rise to the top, which has been a, a long going problem for Indy. It really is. So here's yeah. a fun fact for you. It's probably not very fun if you're a fighting Irish fan, but here you go. Sure. They are Thanks, now buddy. four and 18 since 1994 in games where both teams are ranked in the top 10. So yeah. this is just kind of, which is sad, right? Cause I think yeah. as someone who just loves college football, College football is so much better when Notre Dame is really good. Yeah. And there was so much hope going into this game. I thought that they were going to win. And then just to see it end like that is just, it's tough. Yeah. Well, and not being able to score the first couple times, the first couple possessions felt like an issue too. missing a, a field goal, wishing that we had uh, Matt Gay on our team. Obviously <laughs> you don't there. That'd have been nice. Um, but then in general, just uh, as you said a second ago, I, I do like when ND is good and it's been a long time. Since ND has been truly threatening, I know they played in a national championship game. I don't think any Notre Dame fan is proud of the way they played in said national championship game. But uh, again, it it just it was so it was there and it felt like it was available. And then to have it fall apart at the end is something that yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Some other stuff out there. Uh, Alaska is having Fat Bear Week. Are you aware of this Fat Bear Week? No, but this sounds. Is that why Matt Bear's out today? <laughs> 
I figured that joke was coming. I don't know. Uh, Fat Bear Week is a thing that people do online. Uh, it feels weird that I shouldn't have said it that way. Um, but you uh, stream all these different bears eating fish in Alaska. I guess a lot of bears load up before they hibernate and people vote on who their favorite fat bear is. Again, not related to Matt Bear being off today. Um, they all just have numbers. No one has names. And I guess there's a bear that's won a couple times. Two-time champion, Bear 747. Nice. Uh, keep an eye out for him. Yeah. Um, I have a buddy that loves this, though, and sends the group chats starting about now about all the different fat bear things he's noticed. And it just it just is it's something for the rest of us. But lots and lots of people actually view this millions, 10 million people tune in. Really? So that says uh, a lot about how sad uh, the Internet is in today's world that people just watch bears in the wild eating fish for hours on end. Yeah, that's interesting. So I've been to Alaska and I've seen these bears and like seeing them in person is like one of the coolest things. All right. Like you see them in movies and stuff and you're like, oh, like those are pretty large. And then you like see them and you're like, oh, those are like really large. Giant. Yeah. yeah. And so like seeing it in person, like I feel like would be one right. thing, but sitting on my computer watching. Just watching them eat. Bears. No, uh -huh. I'm good. There's. A million other things I think I would rather watch. Can I know why you were in Alaska uh, seeing bears up close and in person? My Papa Chuck used to live in Alaska. And so we, okay. me and my older brother, we went down there the summer before my senior year of high school. We went down there. We went fishing. Uh, that was nice. mainly what we did. Um, yeah. Great time. You see so much cool stuff out there. The bald eagles, really cool. You, wow. You see those like up close and personal because they want like your extra fish. And so- yes. And they're large as well. You don't realize how big those birds are either. So, okay. really, really well, cool. Well, that, that, that all sounds very cool. Again, neither one of us, I guess, will be tuning in to Fat Bear or Fat Bear Jr. There's also a Fat Bear Jr. competition, too, out there. Oh, wow. 